1: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. And it is rugby league showpiece this weekend, of course, the NRL grand final. And uh, it is between the Penrith Panthers and the Parramatta Eels. And at this point, uh, the Panthers are pretty warm favourites in most people's thinking. Is that the case in the the mind of Lewis Brown? Of course, uh, Lewis played 84 games for the Warriors, 66 for the Panthers, 48 for Manly, and, of course, 15 games for the Kiwis. And uh, plenty to talk to Lewis about as we welcome into the show. Morning, mate. Thanks for your time.
0: Thanks, Smitty, for having me. Really excited about this weekend. Um, The build-up over here in Sydney has been pretty crazy, to be honest, even though the weather's a bit uh, bit gloomy. Um, Hopefully, she clears up for Sunday. We can have some uh, dry weather footy.
1: Hey, and Lewis, you, you look at um, the Delhi M's the other night, um, and you look at uh, the team that was announced, and the fact that Brad Arthur wasn't even nominated as coach of the year, and you ask yourself this question: How did Parramatta even get to the grand final?
0: Yeah, that is a great question, Smitty. Um, you know, I look, I look at the Delhi M's, and uh, you know, the judging system's a bit different these days. Um, I think there's, you know, there's been a bit, a bit of chat about uh, how they can. Obviously, evolve that over time and and, and get a bit a bit of clearing uh, voting system. Um, but yeah, um, they're just, that just is a team that holds together strong. Um, Brad Arthur, people want to play for him. Um, you know, um, you know, a lot of people probably don't realise outside of uh, Australia that you know Parramatta is pretty much a glamour club of the of the West, and they have been the big brother of Penrith for a very very long time. Um, so this 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 matchup has sort of been. Um, watering around in the mouth for a while here, here in Sydney, and um, you know I just think I think they play rugged footy. I think um, you know against the Cowboys they found themselves in a slot at 12, uh, 20 to twelve down, and you know Parramatta of the old, the last few years, probably the last decade, would have folded and and, and probably put the probably put the keys in the pocket and ready to walk out of the stadium. But um, they showed some fight, and um, that's what scares me about um, Penrith's chances this weekend. You know that that fight that. Um, that Parramatta have got.
1: So who's, who's at home? Does anyone feel at home here? I mean, for Parramatta, it's, what, 10 minutes down the road. For, uh, for the Panthers, it's uh, probably about 30 minutes away. I mean, it's very much a Western final. Uh, but it's a stadium which is massive, of course, uh, and it's not a stadium that they use very often at all these sides. These players, probably for most of them, it's the first time they'll actually walk onto it. Does anyone have an advantage in that regard?
0: No, well that sort of thing to me it's more of a neutral ground. Um I, I think um at the end of the day the Panthers probably ha- have played have played a game there, have played a final series there. Um, you know, both both Battle of the West. Um, like you said, ten minutes up the road from Parramatta, about thirty five Ks from Penrith. Um, you know, the the first week of the finals there was there was chat about trying to people wanting to move that game because that they felt like it wasn't fair about Penrith having um that that less of fans there that they could get more there, that they could take it to a neutral ground and, and have a bigger atmosphere. But this weekend I think, you know, it's sold out. Um, I think we're gonna have ninety thousand um, Penrith and Parramatta fans going at it. It's gonna be a great day of footy and, and the gala of footy here during the week as well has just been outstanding. You know, the last two years it's been under protocol and, and you know, you know that that's that that's the heartland of rugby league out, out, out here in Sydney is in Parramatta and Penrith and it's just been awesome to see the, the, the teams to be able to go out and celebrate um, the week that they're having with their communities. And, you know, they're, they're, some of the, they're two of the biggest um, fan bases in the whole of the NRL. So it's great to see, you know, footy alive here in Sydney and um, really well.
1: The Cleary connection uh, can't be ignored, uh, Lewis, of course, because uh, it's not always the case where fathers and sons are uh, mixed together in a sporting environment, especially a high-pressure one, and it actually works. Sometimes there's conflict. But it seems in this case, the Ivan Cleary, Nathan Cleary mix has been pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, you're right, Smitty. Like, you know, you see a lot of cases where it isn't the right mix and there's an imbalance there. And, uh, but this one just sort of seems to click, doesn't it? And, um, you know, the kid, the kid is, um, he's got the world at his feet. Um, he's probably the most professional um, kid under 25 I've met. He takes the game very seriously. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to um, be able to babysit him when I was younger, when I moved to Penrith actually, and um, you know, got <laughs> to know him pretty well. And, and obviously having Ivan at the Warriors and also following over him to Penrith, I got to know Ivan pretty well. And they're just a great family, uh, very humble, very down to earth. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things that you just, you know, like I saw Nate, heard Nathan talking during the weekend, sometimes he just has to pinch himself to, to realise that he's actually going on this journey with his dad. To go back to back, um, you know, let alone with your teammates, but to do it with your coach and your dad uh, would be something certainly, certainly special. But also on the flip side, um, you know, Brad Arthur and Jacob Arthur, um, you know, there's going to be history this weekend. It's going to be the first time the two coaches have their two sons play for their uh, their two teams. So um, mm. you know, just just good to see that. Also, good to see young young kids coming through, um, coaches' kids coming through, and the talent coming through. But uh, yeah, getting back to Nathan. Um, yeah, he's got. To, he's going to have a lot of traffic coming this way. But you know, he's one of those people that um, studies the game, um, knows knows what everything everyone does, where everyone's going to be. Um, you know, he's just one of those players that's two, two, two steps ahead, and he's shown that throughout the final series.
1: What is about Ivan Cleary, um, Lewis, you've, As you say, you're you're great friends of his. You're close to the family. Uh, you've been um, a player underneath uh, his uh, guidance as well. Uh, you know him very well. It doesn't appear from the outside that he's a Ricky Stewart, uh, Craig Bellamy type. You don't see him ranting and raving. You don't see his his name too much in any headlines as such. He just uh, seems to be a businessman.
0: Yeah, he's just he's just a real down to earth a real down to earth guy. He's he's a black and white coach, so um, obviously when you walk around at training, um, it's black and white. There's never any grey areas where you stand. Um, He's he's, he's truthful, um, even if the truth hurts sometimes. But, you know, that criticism that you get, that um, construction criticism from him um, helps you with your game, helps you move forward and and helps you grow as a player. Um, He doesn't like the limelight. and you know he he's built he builds his game he builds his teams on, on culture. Um, you know if, if you look across the board, he, you know he, he's been to uh, three clubs um, and he's had success there. He's built great cultures there. He did that at the Warriors. He did that for a small uh, when I first went to Penrith and then he went to the Tigers and had it. He had them humming for a bit and then he's gone back to Panthers and he's he's, he's pretty much just close to. Um, you know, creating a little dynasty out there. So, that's the type of person he is, he builds his game on one percenters. You know, those, those small kick pressure. You know, getting on loose balls. You know, tidying up tackles. He's not. He's not big on the big plays. He thinks that stuff's going to come next once you build your foundation. Foundations on the basics. And if you look at Penrith, that's what they do very well. They do the one percenters. They know their role. They know their job. And 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 at the end of the day, it's a seventeen man, seventeen man game. And and, and each player and. One to seventeen know what their role is that night,
1: uh, Lewis. Uh, a lot of people have been commenting and having their opinion on how this game will go this weekend, and everyone uh, who talks about Parramatta's chances say the one thing they have to do is shut Nathan Cleary down. How do you do that?
0: Um, I think just just kick pressure. Um, I think if you, if you looked in uh, at, at, the, at, the, at the first finals game between the two teams. Um, you know they gave him no kick pressure. Um, if you look at the origin, whereas Queensland, um, they really, really, you know, really gave him kick pressure, especially in games one and at games one and three. And and once again, if you look back at that, that's Billy Slater coming from the Nolan system, built on doing the small things. And I think kick pressure is a big one for um, you know Parramatta this weekend. Nathan kicked them off the park last time, but I also think that the the, the, the Parramatta are uh, Parramatta. For, Ford Pack's really got to kick the front door down. They got to go through the front door, you know, through the middle. Um, they've got big enough forwards. They have just got to be hungry enough to want it. And um, it's going to be a big contest, but I believe it's going to be a close game. A lot of people are picking Penrith. Uh, you know, that's where my heart heart lays. But I, I, I can't really, um, I can't really put a knife through them. I think it's going to be a very, very, very tight game. Outstanding.
1: Uh, and as a sideline too. Um, before we let you go, Lewis, a little bit about the Rugby World Cup, which uh, is uh, not that far away either. There's eight members of the Samoan World Cup team playing in this grand final, which makes them, uh, if they can galvanise with the Samoan jersey, a real threat at World Cup time as well.
0: Yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to the World Cup, Smitty. Uh, I think it's, it's probably going to be one of the best Rugby League World Cups that we get to see. Um, you know, you got kids like Jason Suwali like, playing for Samoa. Uh, you know, Jerome Lawyer playing for Samoa. Uh, Brian Po'o, um putting his hand up. So, you know, it's a bit of a lucky dip at the moment. Who, who's going to go up to England and be able to handle that cold weather and, and be able to control the ball? But it's great for International Rugby League. It's probably something that struggled in the past and s- certainly struggled after COVID. So it's great to get it back on its feet and, um, and, and have a, sh- and a great showcase over in England and um, starting next week in October.
1: Lewis Brown, always great catching up Uh, great to hear your views on this particularly uh, with your association with the Clearies enjoy the occasion mate, having been there yourself you know exactly what the players are in for Uh, have a terrific weekend eh?
0: thank you Smitty, appreciate you mate
1: when making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese tomato and aioli so we doubled it
0: chicken and Macca's together and loving it